For all you need to know on and off the court, it's Bucks Insiders on Wisconsin's Afternoon News. Well, the Bucks are returning home, sadly, after losing to the Pacers last night. The NBA's inaugural in-season tournament, pretty entertaining game between the Bucks and Pacers, but I, a lot of intrigue around this in-season tournament, and Vegas was the hotspot for the NBA last night. Good Karma Brands founder and CEO Craig Karmazin was at the game last night. He is in Las Vegas right now. Craig, what are we interrupting you doing, by the way, on the streets of Las Vegas? So I'm at a buffet, uh, a hotel buffet. Um, <laughs> of course, there you go. <laughs> some kind of liner, I would call it. It's, uh, it's definitely the first meal of the day, but I've definitely had more than three meals since I sat down here. So I, I don't know if, it's a, if there's a combination of, of brunch and liner where you get all the meals together. I, I feel like you're entering the point where they're going to come by and say, "Sir, could you uh, could could you please leave? Like we we think you've been here long enough." They've actually told us that they officially close at three o'clock local time, and that uh, we'll have to be removed sometime between three fifteen uh, local time, which is coming up in the next fifteen minutes. But I'm still planning to get dessert. Oh, well, of course you can't skip. You can't <laughs> well, you skip. Go, you can't skip dessert. Hey, Craig, I wanted to ask you about the. Uh, the game last night, or yesterday afternoon, I guess I should say, were you in attendance yesterday? I'm assuming that's why you were out in Las Vegas. Of course I was there, and, uh, you know, it was, as uh, Greg said, a, a really entertaining game. And, uh, you know, in the third quarter, we saw a lot of uh, what the best the best of the Bucks could be, right? Dame Lillard, you know, hitting four three-pointers and great ball movement, 43 points. They played a really aggressive zone defense that disrupted one of the best offenses in the league. But that 43-28 uh, victory in the third quarter was really the only shining spot in what was a semifinal loss. You know what else looked really shiny on TV watching it was the court. Did, did the court look as garish in person as it did on TV? Because all my Twitter feed was, was ah, man, the Bucks don't look awesome. Really, that court really doesn't look awesome. I'm just interested in the courts. It's weird. Uh, you know, in person, you, the court was not – I didn't even notice it. I and mean, it might just be me, and maybe I was so focused on the game. But the court, uh, from my angle, was not a factor one way or the other. Fair enough. It did look wet on the TV screen. Yeah, I, you know, Craig, you were on the program a couple of days ago. We were trying to recruit Bucks fans who are going to be out in Vegas to a, a live taping of the Hoop Collective podcast. Did you see a lot of Bucks fans? Do you feel like fans made a, a special trip? It wasn't until recently that fans knew the Bucks were even going to be in Las Vegas playing. Yeah, so I was on a direct flight, Southwest Airlines 655, on Thursday morning, which was probably the best flight if you were going to try to get out and make it in time. And the flight was almost fully booked before the Bucks even qualified, but there were still some Bucks fans there. And Bucks fans did make the trip, but it was not a great, it felt, traveling crowd for anyone. You know, L.A. had the most people here, and there were a ton of Bucks fans, but they seemed to be more people who were local or regional out here because the largest actual cheer throughout the entire or, like, vis- vis- like audible thing was actually during the national anthem, and it was one of the traditions that the Vegas Knights have. So it really was a ton of local Las Vegas basketball fans who are really craving an NBA team out here. How big is the arena? It, it kind of looked to me like more of a, a college setting. I would say more of a mid-level, smaller college or like one of those preseason tournaments that's played in like a hotel ballroom in, in Bahamas or something like that. No, no, this is the T-Mobile arena, you know, that the Vegas Knights play in. And so... 
you know, and this is an arena that was built for a future NBA team. So this is a 20,000 seat venue that was a little tricky on TV, I think, because there were no courtside seats on one of the sides. And so it, it did look a little different on TV. But this was a 20,000 seat arena that was full for both games. So we were trying to figure out, Mike and I were talking about, you know, were we, were we disappointed the Bucks lost that game because it was a, a semifinal, even though it's a regular season game? I, I'm wondering if you were able to gauge your own reaction, Craig, to the Bucks losing, the team's reaction, if you encountered any fans that might have been, you know, if fueled one way or the other by a loss. Oh, it was anger. I mean, there was a lot of anger. Um, this was a loss that was not a regular season feeling loss from the fans in attendance who were – a lot of angry people, uh, Bucks fans leaving. Um, and I think, you know, we saw it and heard it from Giannis after the game. We saw, heard reports of Bobby Portis in the locker room after the game. But I think the beauty of what we're seeing from this team and from Giannis is, to me, what culturally great organizations are about. You know, I talked about in the preseason, you know, hearing David Bakhtiari saying he was only going to show up for the minimum amount of, um, you know, uh, of, of voluntary practices, you know, that he had to, right? He, in his contract, it said he had to go to five, so he's, he's going to go exactly to five. And then have one, like, older veteran superstar player can shape a culture. And to me, it's interesting that as Bakhtiari's away, you know, things have uh, gotten better. Giannis, after the game, was extremely upset and called out pretty much everyone in the organization that they were going to need to improve to be a championship-caliber organization. And for a guy who just re-signed, who's so committed to this organization, to be that direct, I think, is a great sign that this organization, you know, is going to continue to work toward being a championship team this year. Craig Carmenson is the founder and CEO of Good Karma Brands in Las Vegas. He is at a buffet. They are about to kick him out. All right, so what's a perfect night for you in Vegas, Craig? It's a Friday night. You're on the strip. You're getting your intake of, of calories here. What's on the schedule the rest of the evening? Oh, we know what it is. It's uh, ESPN's uh, Brian Windhorst and the Hoop Collective. I will be at the Jimmy Kimmel Theater. And so uh, make sure you download uh, the uh, Brian Windhorst and the Hoop Collective podcast if you're uh, a podcast fan, uh, because they'll be talking a lot about this uh, in-season tournament and the Bucks. So I'll uh, be taking that in, and then I'll uh, be on a red-eye back uh, at 1130 tonight. Oh, wow. That's so no aggressive. casino no casino time for you or anything like that then, huh? At the All airport. business. No, at the airport. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I already, uh, I already hit the big uh, Coventry over Birmingham uh, Championship League uh, soccer game today. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I need some big things to happen in a women's tennis match that's going on in Italy right now. And if that happens, uh, we'll be in good shape for the flight home. Well, I'll tell you what, we'll put you in a good mood for the ride home. Uh, at the Vegas airport, there is an Ethel M. Chocolatier storefront. You'll make everybody... You'll make everybody happy if you bring home some ethyl M chocolates. Craig, enjoy your time out there, man. Thanks for checking in today, and uh, we'll talk to you when you get back. Travel safe. All right. Thanks for having me.